With Hashem's assistance, we are learning about the of Chavhei, page 25. We begin at the very bottom of Chavtal and Hubez, 24b, at the Mishnah. The following are cases where there's an obligation to make an announcement. All these cases, there's going to be a sign. If you find some fruits in a vessel, and generally Rashi says when you have a vessel, so it has a sign. Or you find just a vessel alone without anything in it. Money inside of a purse, or a purse which is empty. Piles of fruits, piles of money. Three coins, one on top of the other. Bundles in a private domain, or loaves of a private party. Each one of these things has its own special look. Strips of wool that were bought from a craftsman. Jugs of wine, jugs of oil. All these cases, there's an obligation to announce. We begin the Gemara. The reason that we say that there's an obligation on the person who's found it to announce it is because you found fruits inside of a vessel or you found money inside of the purse. Let's say you have a vessel and next to it you have fruits. Or you find a purse and next to it you find money. It's permitted to keep it. So this Mishnah actually proves the following b'risa. Because it says explicitly there, if you find a vessel and next to it you have fruits, so you find a purse and next to it is money, or Elishalai is permitted to keep it. If some of the fruits are inside of the vessel and some of them are on the ground, if some of the money is inside of the purse and some of it is next to it on the ground, in such a case there would be an obligation to announce them. And we will assume that whatever's outside actually came from inside, and therefore whoever claims the purse or the vessel will be able to claim all of the money or all of the fruits. The Gemara asks a contradiction on the thing that we just said. If let's say you find two things next to each other, one of them has a sign and one of them does not. And Rashi says, for example, let's say you have money which is next to a purse. So there's an obligation to announce it. And Rashi says, you have to announce both of the things and whoever claims the purse gets the money as well. As soon as the person brings his sign, he takes his thing and he doesn't claim the money. So then the other person, the person who found it, he's allowed to take the thing that didn't have a sign, which is in this case the money. So what do we see over here? In the second verse, we see that if it's next to it, it's permitted for the person who is claiming the purse to be able to take all the money. Whereas in the previous brisa, so we said that no, there's no obligation to even announce it. If you find the money next to the purse, you don't assume that the money was inside of the purse. You assume that the money got there separately. So what's the understanding? Amr Zvitz, Rav Zvitz explains as follows. Like It's not a problem. It depends what we're talking about. If we're talking about a case where you have a barrel, and right next to it you have a whole pile of flax. So in such a case, if indeed the flax had fallen from the barrel, so there would be something left still inside of that barrel. Clearly, from the fact that the flax is completely outside of it, it didn't fall from that barrel. And therefore, the person who's found it, it's permitted for him to keep that flax. However, if we're talking about a basket with fruits, it's very possible that all of the fruits fell out of the basket, but they came from this basket. And therefore, there would be an obligation to assume that whoever owns the basket indeed owns the fruits. Rapapa has a different explanation. He says we could say that both of them are talking about where you have a basket with fruits. And it's not a contradiction. It depends if anything is left inside of the basket. If there's anything left inside of the basket, so then you can assume that the fruits that are outside of this basket indeed came from this basket. And therefore, you would have to announce it, you have to announce the fruits, and whoever claims the basket can claim all of the fruits, even the fruits that are outside of the basket. But in the one that we said, in the basket where we said that there's no obligation, it's talking about where the fruits are completely outside 
outside of the basket. Because if the fruits had indeed come from inside of the basket, so Rashi says that most baskets have a rim and that would have contained some of the fruits. So if indeed it had come from this basket, something should have been left inside. So from the fact that nothing's left inside, clearly these fruits did not come from the basket and therefore you don't have to announce the fruits, you can keep the fruits immediately. We have another possible resolution to this contradiction. We could really say that both cases are talking about where there's nothing left inside of the basket. It's not a problem. If the basket is facing towards the fruits, then we can assume that indeed the fruits came from this basket, and therefore you would have to announce the fruits as well. But if the basket is facing away from the fruits, then we don't have to assume that the fruits came from this basket, and therefore it's permitted to keep immediately those fruits. Another possibility. We could say that both cases are talking about where the basket is facing towards the fruits. Like kosha, it's not a contradiction. Ha de isla ignin litzina, ha de lesla ignin litzina. There's two different types of cases of baskets. Even if it's facing it, if it has a rim, so then if there's nothing left inside of it, so then you can assume that the, the fruits didn't come from this basket, even though it's facing it. But if it has no rim, then indeed you can assume that the fruits came from inside of the basket, and the reason that there's nothing left inside is because it has no rim, and therefore you would have an obligation to announce it. We continue, Tzvure Peris, Tzvure Mois. We said in the Mishnah that if you find piles of fruits or piles of money, there's an obligation to return it. Shamas from the fact that we said piles, which is plural, Minyan Havisimen, that the number of piles will be a sign. Gemara says no proof. Tani Tzvur Peris, because we could just as well change the Mishnah to read a pile of fruits. So it could be that it's not the number of piles, rather, it's the place. Shamas Minyan Makam Havisimen. So Gemara says, if that's the case and we can deduce, then indeed the place is going to be considered a sign. So Gemara says, no, you can't prove it because it could be that it is supposed to read the piles, meaning it could be that the sign indeed is the number. Meaning what we're saying is, one out of the two different possibilities of signs, either the place or the number, one of those two is going to be a sign. However, we're not sure which one it is because we can't prove it from the Mishnah. The Gemara continues, We said in the case, in the Mishnah, you have three coins, one on top of the other. We said that there was an obligation to announce it. said as follows, When we talk about the fact that if they're one on top of the other, there's an obligation to announce it, it's talking about where it's made like a tower. And Rashi explains what this means. This means that you have the largest coin on bottom. For instance, you have a quarter on bottom, then a nickel, and then a dime. So it's set up clearly, it's clearly placed there intentionally. Therefore, we have to announce it and return it. We have a bracelet that would seem to confirm this concept. If you find money that's scattered, it's permitted to keep it. But if it's set up like a tower, there's an obligation to announce it. What's called that it's made like a tower? Three coins, one on top of the other. So Gemara says, hold on a second. We have a contradiction in the Brisa here itself. First we said, If you find scattered money, so then it's permitted to keep it. The indication is, if, let's say they're pushed together, but they're not in a tower, Meaning, you have the coin, each coin is on top of another coin, and also on top of ground. Then there will be an obligation to announce them. But what does it say in the end? If it's made like a tower, then there's an obligation to announce it. But the implication is that if it's not in the shape of a tower, if it's, even if it's coming close together, the coins are together, one's on top of the other, but it's also on the ground, so then the indication would be that it's permitted to keep it. So what's going on here? It seems to be a contradiction. The more answer is, this he calls anything that's not considered like a tower, he refers to it as spread out. So even though the money is not actually spread out, meaning the money is on top of each other, but also on the ground itself, so that's going to be considered that it's spread out. Until you actually have a migdol, a tower, only then will it be considered that the person has left it there intentionally, and only then will you have an obligation to announce it. 
When do we say that there's an obligation to announce it? Only if you have three coins that were made by three different kings. But if three coins were made by one king, there's no obligation to announce them. So we're going to see soon, we're not going to understand this right away, but we're going to see soon exactly what's going on here. Hey, Chidam, the says, what's the case? If they're made like a tower, who cares how many kings it is? If it looks like a tower, then we know it was placed there intentionally. And if it's not made like a tower, if it's spread out, who cares if it's three different coins from three different kings? You also won't have to announce it. But rather, if the statement was made, it was made as follows. When do we say that you have to announce it? If you, even if you have one king's coins, but it's similar to three king's coins, what does that mean? What's the case? It was set up in a tower. The widest coin is on bottom. The medium-sized coin is on top of it. And the smallest coin is on top of the middle one. Then it's clear that he had placed it there. And therefore you have to announce it and return it. But if you have three coins and they're all the same size, they're all the same. Even if they're placed one on top of the other, it's for a minute to keep them. Why? Because we can say just as well that they weren't placed there intentionally, that they all fell down at the same time and they landed that way. And the person's not even aware of the fact that he placed them there. He didn't place them there. They fell there. And therefore he's given up hope on them already because he doesn't plan to get his things back. And therefore it's permitted for the person who's found them to keep them. Rabbi Yechonon says, Even if it's set up like this, with three coins that are the same size, one on top of the other, you will also have to announce them. My Machris, so Gemara says, what are you going to announce? Minion, you're going to announce the number. My ear, Yatlasa, a few train Nami. Sigmar says, hold on a second. If that's what you're announcing, so then why are we saying that it's only in the case where you found three coins? Even if you found two coins, announce that you found two coins, and let the guy come and claim that he lost his coins in a certain place. Sigmar says, Omar Ravina, Ravina explains as follows, Tiva Machris, when you find three coins, you're not announcing that you found three coins, you're announcing that you found coins. So now, if there were only two coins there, so when the person comes and he hears that you found coins, if he says, I lost two coins, so he's not adding any information to our knowledge, because by definition, when you say coins, the minimum amount of coins that's possible is two. So therefore, when he says, I lost two coins, he's not giving us any more information than we've given to him. Therefore, he won't be able to claim his coins, and therefore, you don't have to announce two coins. However, when it comes to three coins, so when I say coins, when I announce that I found coins, the person comes and says, he lost three coins, then he is adding information to our knowledge because coins by definition is two. He's saying that there was a third one as well. So therefore, he'll be able to claim them with his accurate description of how many coins there were. Rabbi Yirmiya asks the following question. Kishir mahu. Let's say the coins that you found are arranged in a circle like a bracelet. Kishura mahu. Let's say they're arranged in a line like a beam. Kichatsuva mahu. Let's say they're arranged like a triangle. Kisula mahu. Let's say they're arranged like steps going up. So what will be the halacha? Do we assume that they were placed there intentionally? So the Gemara says, We can answer one of these questions. The Amar of Nachman or Rabbi Baravua, because Rabbi Nachman said, in the name of Rabbi Baravua, Any case where you have coins that are piled on top of each other, where you can stick a toothpick underneath them and lift them or move them all at once, meaning they're arranged in such a way that they're clearly placed there and can be moved together, so then there's an obligation to announce them, because we do indeed assume that they were placed there intentionally. So this proves that the case where they're arranged like steps going up, that there would be an obligation to announce them since you can move them all at once.
Boy Ravashi. Ravashi asks the following question. We turn to Dafchaf Hema base page 25b. Ki'avne base koilis mahu. If let's say the coins are arranged in a certain way, which was like this avodazar, like the idolatry was arranged, what's going to be the halacha? We'll see exactly what this means very soon. Tashima. The Gemara brings the proof as follows. The time of a brisa. Motza moist befuzars. If you find scattered money, Harei Elish Shalai is permitted to keep it. Ka'avne base koilis. But if it's arranged like this idolatry, chay lahachris. Then there's an obligation to announce it. Ve'elohin avne base koilis. What does it mean? The stones of this idolatry. You have two forming a base, then you have one on top of them, so it looks like a little tower. And therefore, it clearly was placed there intentionally, so there's an obligation to announce them. Let's say somebody finds a coin in the marketplace, and his friend finds the guy who found the coin, and the friend says, It's mine. They were brand new, and see it had said on it, which was a Caesar, or he says it was a certain king's. So the guy who's claiming it has not said anything. Not only that, even if the guy who's claiming the coin has his name written upon it, it's not worth anything. Why? There's no proof, there's no signs when it comes to coins. Because we could easily say, the guy spent the money, and this money had fallen from somebody else. So there's no proof from the fact that you know who it says, what it says on the coin, and therefore the person who finds it is permitted to keep it. We begin the next Mishnah. Let's say you find some chicks that are tied up, and they're enclosed in an area which is surrounded by walls that are made out of branches or made out of stones. You found them on paths between the fields. They were clearly placed there intentionally. You don't touch them. Now let's say you find a vessel inside of a garbage area. If it's covered up, you don't touch it. But if it's revealed, if it's uncovered, you're going to take it and you're going to announce it. We begin the Gemara. My time, what's the reason? Because we say clearly these were hidden there intentionally. If you're going to take them, so the master, the people who own it, don't have any kind of sign to prove it. Therefore, it's best that we leave it there until the owner comes, when he takes it. Let the tie, the way it's been tied, why can't the knot itself be a sign? We're talking about a case where they're tied up by their wings. And it's done in a standard way. There's a standard not here. The word says, hold on a second. Why can't the place where they were found be considered a sign? So Rav Ukva Barachama says, We're talking about a case where the chicks are jumping around. So hold on a second. If they're jumping around, so they could have come from outside, how do you know that the person placed them there? They should be permitted. We could just as well say that they came from outside. We could just as well say that somebody placed them here intentionally. And therefore, it's a doubt as to whether or not it was placed here intentionally. Any place where we have a doubt, we're not sure it may have been placed here intentionally. So it's best not to touch it in the first place. However, if you did indeed take it, so there's no obligation to actually return it. And the reason is, as we said, because there's no sign in regards to the number, in regards to the place, and not in regards to the knot. We said that if you find a vessel inside of the garbage area, if it's covered up, you don't touch it. You leave it there, it was placed there intentionally. But if it's uncovered, then you take it and you announce it. If you find a vessel which is hidden in the garbage area, here it says that you indeed do announce it. And the reason is because a garbage area is usually cleaned out.
So Rav Zvid gives an answer as follows. Like Kasha, it's not a problem. It depends if we're talking about like a thermos and a cup, or if we're talking about a knife and a fork. When it comes to a thermos or a cup, so the person clearly placed it there intentionally, so if it's covered up, so you don't touch it, leave it there. But if it's a knife or a fork, so then you're going to take it, you're going to announce it. Because it's very possible the person took out his garbage to this garbage area, and he didn't realize that the knife and the fork fell there with his garbage. So therefore you take it and you announce it and the person will claim it. Rapapa Amar Rapapa says, Hava Hava Kuvi Vikasi. Really, I'll tell you that both are talking about like a thermos and a cup. Vilay Kasha. And it's not a problem, it's not a contradiction. Kamba Ashba Suili Ponis, Kamba Ashba Shaina Suili Ponis. It depends if we're talking about a garbage area which is normally cleared out at closer intervals, or if we're talking about a garbage area which is not so often cleared out. So if it's not so often cleared out, so then you leave it there because the person is going to come and claim his thing. Where it says, hold on a second. Ashba Suili Ponis, Avedamidasi. Why would you have to announce it if we're talking about a case which is normally cleared out when the guy leaves it there, he knows it's normally cleared out, and therefore he's leaving it there, he expects it to get thrown out, so you should be able to keep it. Elos, the one says, rather what we say is as follows, the case where you take it and you announce it is talking about a garbage area which is not ordinarily cleared out at regular intervals, close intervals. But for some reason, the owner of this garbage area decides that even though he cleared it out yesterday, he's going to clear it out again today. So now that he's clearing it out, so he finds this lost object, the guy who left it there didn't expect that this area was going to get cleaned out. He's planning to come back. So the person who's finding it, indeed, will have to announce it. Now the one says, hold on a second. According to Rapapa's Explanation: We understand. We understand why it says in the Brisa, where there's an obligation to announce it. It says that the reason is because it's the normal way of a garbage area to be cleaned out. That's why you have to announce it. According to Rav Zvid, so his whole explanation had nothing to do with that. Rather, he said that the reason why it's, there was an obligation to announce it was because there were smaller objects, smaller utensils that clearly had been lost there unintentionally, and therefore that's why you have to announce them. So what's it saying that it's the normal way for the area to be cleaned out? So the more answers. That according to Rav Zvid, what the Brisa means when it says that it's a normal way for a garbage area to be cleared out, it means that when somebody clears out his stuff to the garbage area, it's normal for his small utensils to get dropped there. And that's why there's an obligation to announce it.